Philly Sports, Love and Pain. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. Me bop boop bop 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 boop bop boop bop. That's what goes on in Tobias Harris's head anytime <laughs> Embiid's not on the court. No, what goes through his head is ka-ching, ka-ching, uh, ka-ching. That motherfucker's like Scrooge McDuck at home, fucking swimming <laughs> through gold coins. I got a, I got a lot of issues with Tobias Harris. Tons of issues. So I'm what's sure. up? What's up, everybody? It's been a long week. In not a bad way. It just feels like it's been a long time since we've talked about things. And U.S. let us down, right? USA let us down. I'm used to it. Couldn't couldn't bring you home, you know? That's another lost championship for uh, for the city of Philadelphia, I guess, kind (laughs) of. But yeah, no. Um, So we had Embiid sat out a game. You know, taking Listen, taking some let me rest. Get into this. God forbid. I gotta get into I can't. I can't. I gotta get into this. Do you want to talk? Let's talk about Embiid first because this, there's some e- egregious, ridiculous shit happening in this city right now. I hope he never wins a championship because he's a lazy piece of shit. Those are real people calling in, dude. You got you got hosts on on the on the radio. Literally saying that he's not a championship player, Joe Giglio, and he's lazy and he he doesn't. You can't say that you're tired. You can't you can't be human. You have to swallow that. That's what Hugh said. Like, I I don't know. It's so stupid. So petty. I'm so sick and tired of uh, of the media in Philly fucking hating on our stars. It's so fucking dumb and tired. It's dumb. Who is, are these actual opinions or are these the stations trying to drive ratings? It's a great question to be honest, because some of the shit that they say is so outlandish that it's really, really hard to believe that someone actually has that opinion. Sometimes has anyone ever has anyone looked at Joji. Did you see did you see yes. the video? Yes. Of- <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to get at. This man, I'm supposed to listen, and listen to this man, man. Hold on. Before you go on in on this, okay? You don't I, I am not a fucking specimen over here. I am I am not, you know, fucking four, okay? But you know, I can talk about sports, I can play sports, I can fucking shoot a basketball, I can hit a golf you can ball, hold your own. I can smash a baseball, like I can fucking do it. You can't you can't talk shit when you literally can barely dribble a ball and and not even shoot a basketball like even a little bit like it's he weird, had one dude. shot attempt and it was like completely under the net terrible worst thing it's, I've ever seen it's weird to have guys like that and listen Jody camera Jody camera I think it was this morning yeah he, at the, they were doing at the free the throw at the pleasure thing. Yeah, and he actually I, held his own. He he held his own. He shot. He made like thirty six out of fifty. It's not bad. Yeah, I know, but like, that's that's all muscle memory, right? Free throws, free throws. Yeah, I mean, free throws are free throws, right? If you know that you have a month to train for that, you just sit on the line and do a hundred a day. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? All right. Anyway, this we don't need to talk about that. Uh, the the sports media in this town. Is broken. It's broken. It's very broken. It's going too far over the top. We don't even talk about sports anymore. We just slander people all day, every day. It's most of the time. It's if if you're listening to WIP, 
They're shitting on Embiid. If you're if you're listening to Fanatic, they're shitting on Harden. And I'm just I just I'm just tired of it, to be honest. If they if the if the Sixers do not sign James Harden, they are f- completely fucked next year. Like completely oh. fucked. Oh yeah. Unless Daryl Morey pulls out the greatest trade of all time and and they end up with a better with a with a, an actual point guard because their bench, their point guard situation is atrocious, dude. Isn't um, Isaiah Joe, wasn't he a fucking point guard? Yeah, he was. And they just let him go and he's still shooting the best in the NBA and threes. So, so like, listen, maybe, maybe some of this has to fall back on Maury, you know, like Maury gets, kind of gets a pass a little bit for some, I I like him. I like him. I think that a lot of the moves that he's made have been good. I don't know. Maybe it's my, it might be like a situation like, like the Phillies, right? Like Dave Dombrowski is not the GM. He's the president of baseball operations or whatever, but he fucking does all the, he pulls all the strings. He, he makes all the deals. You know what I mean? So I think it's probably the who, same thing with Maury. Who is the Phillies GM? They said his name the other day. I'd never even heard it. I've never seen the he, guy speak. Do you think he shows up to like the winter meetings and he's like, Hey, and they're like, Hey, you can't come through here. This is hey, where's hard. your pet. Who are you? Get out of here. And he's MLB like, dude, GMs I'm, I'm only. And he's like the GM. <laughs> I am the GM. I am. <laughs> this is the problem <clears throat> with the Sixers and why I haven't been able to to really dive all in. You know what I mean? Because you get people like Tobias Harris, Deadman, PJ Tucker. You, the, those three combined for what? 18 points or 12 points, I think. And 12 points came from one player. You can't have two starters give you zero point production. Now, I understand that Deadman only played 10 minutes. I understand that. Why is he starting? <laughs> Why? I give me one because you have him. Dude, you I have, don't know. You have the Turkish Phenon. Play him more. <clears throat> you know, it's hard. It, it's hard to hold it against them when like, obviously like their offense runs through Embiid, And so like when Embiid's not out there, obviously someone is going to have to toe the line and, you know, Maxi put up what? 29. Uh, yeah, but he had 26 going into the half. Exactly. So the second half was weak, right? But this team is not built to, to be, to win without Joel Embiid. It's just not. But he's not good and he's lazy, which is ridiculous. Oh, but he's and then they're and then they're talking about, well, you know, what's more important, being the MVP or winning a championship? And I'm like, are you a fucking insane? Are you serious? Every well, single one gives- of these guys wants to win a fucking championship. What in the world? Why would you? That's not even an argument. It's a dumb, lazy subject. It's lazy to me. And if he it's lazy. <laughs> If he would have played and tore his ACL, he only cares about winning the MVP. He doesn't care about a championship. They, the dude was screwed if he didn't, screwed if he didn't. But the Sixers handled it poorly. What? what handle what? Opinion. Handle what? They should have sat him against the Suns. Just sat everybody? What do you mean? Like, you mean like sat? Because uh, Harden was out of that game, too. Yeah. I mean, they did it against fucking. Uh, Denver, what's the difference if you do it against Phoenix? 
especially yeah. on a back to back. Yeah, I mean they limited his minute. He only played what he played thirty two. He played thirty two against Phoenix. It's still, um, yeah. No, if you give I, him a full, if you give him the full day off on a back to back, that's technically two days, right? I here's the other thing, man. I think that a lot of people have a hard time with 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 these longer seasons, like Philly, especially Philly. Again, Philly Sports Talk Radio. Think about who's on there. Think about what they what drives those radio stations. It's football. Every single thing that they look at is viewed through a football lens. But it, even those fucking takes are are horrendous. I'm just I'm just saying, like, you, does any other stations have this issue? Seriously, like, I don't listen. Obviously, like in other like, in other cities, who knows? Like, I can't imagine the fucking Vikings radio station is sitting there sour grapes 24-7. No, I, it's definitely a Philly mentality thing, and it's old. It's an old Philly mentality, and that is why they are struggling. Their ratings have to be shit. They got to be. Yeah, but then you got, like, young people, like, how old's ESP and Joe G? They're they got to be mid-30s, early 40s. Yeah, but they just want to make money, though. They don't care... I I don't even get the feeling that they care about Philly sports. That doesn't it doesn't well, feel from, like that. Um, Joe Giglio is not even from Philly. Yeah, he's from. Um, Isn't New he York. from New York? Yeah, yeah. So like, I I don't even like if if you want true like like I know everybody gives Hunter Brody's shit uh, on that show, but like, well, that's not he, his fault. He actually care. I know people hate Ty. He actually cares about Philly sports. Like he does. That's, that's more along the lines of what I think that they need to do in this town because Ty does too. Ty cares about Philly sports. He just, yeah, but his, he's just, he just shuts people down. He doesn't let you have a voice. It's kind of weird. It doesn't end. It doesn't if end you, with that guy. So like, I don't know, this is turning into a Philly sports radio bash session, but it's just been tough, care. man. It's tough. I, I like sports is a very big part of my life. And I like to, I like to listen. Like Brianna, my, my wife is always like, dude, why are you listening to that shit? Why are you still? Cause I always complain about it. <laughs> and, and, and she's like, why are you listening? I was like, because I actually like want to hear them talk about sports. I end up complaining because it always goes awry. And they, uh, they're always, they're always, they always end up bitching about a player's not putting in enough effort, or you know, uh, it's just, it's annoying me. It's really annoying me. It's dragging me down. I, I, I don't think I've listened ever. You just see, so you're seeing the interactions on Twitter. Yeah, and that's like my problem. Which that just makes it tenfold, right? Because. We're it's on actually worse. It's worse because it's one topic gets magnified and then burnt to death. And then you get, instead <laughs> of listening to one or three callers calling in, you get 687 replies of just the dumbest shit you could fucking imagine. So like we have to have a presence on Twitter. If we're going to try to grow this podcast, we have to be present on oh, Twitter. I hate it. And we have to, we have to comment on shit. We have to interact with people, right? I. It's just so, it's so egregious some of the stuff that they do and say on these radio stations, man. It's incredible. 
It's incredible. I don't, I don't understand it. I almost feel like it's not incredible because it just feels like this has been the way it's been groomed all this time. You know what I mean? It just, it just, I think back to like many years ago, I've, I've told you this about that Claude Giroux goal against the Blackhawks, not the Stanley cup, probably, I don't know, maybe 2015, 2014. He, he won the game with like 0.2 seconds left in overtime. Okay. He had a hat trick, right? I'll never forget streaking up the right side of the ice is fucking laser beam. Right. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. We get again in the car and on the radio, it's like trade him. His trade value has never been higher. Like (laughs) what? (laughs) What? Wait, I just, we can't have nice things. We can't have nice things here because of this reason. Yeah. Every, everybody wonders why we're always so like depressed about sports. This is part of it. This is a very big part of it. When you have guys constantly, it's never, ever, ever enough ever. No. It's never enough. And I know that like to, to a certain degree, you need that mentality to get better and to, to succeed. Right. And get ahead. I get that. But can't we have a fucking day where it's like, you know, we feel good about where we are? Can't we have no. a day where, you know, we talk about the fact that Embiid is literally putting up legendary status numbers in 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 Philly? Uh, can't we talk about, you know, the fact that the Eagles are set, have the table set? essentially for the next three to five years to be fucking legit. Not in the NFL. Big Dan Silla. So there, so there's another guy and he's, and and who feel, is this guy? He came out of nowhere to me, but I don't know. Does I he mean, have ties to this area? I don't know. Doesn't he do the pod? Doesn't he do his thing? And he's got like a bunch of uh, like Miami hurricane stuff in the back and top Tampa Bay Buccaneers shit. Yeah. And I think he played for the jets too. I thought he played for the bucks. But I don't matter. He did. Yeah. But the question is, is like, is he from this area? Like, why is why is he even on this random Jacob fucking podcast? Well, and what is Jacob? Are they, are they national? Are they just around here? Only reason I even know what that is, is because when Mike Missinelli got fired, he ended up with Jacob and he was doing that pre the after the post game show with, uh, is he still on there? With Derek Gunn and whoever the fuck else they they scraped they scraped up, I don't know, you know, it's like a post game show on YouTube. I mean, good for them, fine, great, that's cool. But like, this guy is like completely bludgeoning the best team that we have. The best team that we have in Philadelphia is getting completely dragged daily. He's it's, from Connecticut. He played in. It's weird played behavior. College- he played college in Maryland and then he played a year in Miami. So he's a Terps. <laughs> oh my God, dude. He played in the NFL for two years. Cup of coffee. It's two years longer than my, my NFL career, but you know, Hey, Oh my God. Actually, he was on the practice squad for most of this. Oh my God. Why do we even, Oh, you ready for his career? No, that's career arena statistics. So I don't even have career NFL stats for this guy. 
He was a wrestler. I mean, fuck this guy. Listen, I I love I love me some Dan Orlovsky, and he didn't have a great pro career. So you know, take that no. with a grain take that with a grain of salt. But what's worse about him, and not as it's not necessarily his pro career, but it's his takes. I mean, insane, just insane. And I get that. Like, I think part of this is that in every in every way. It's all clickbait and not just in sports, politics, every other thing you can think of. Like, it's all about saying the saying the most the thing that's going to get the most attention, whether or not they even truly believe it. We don't even know. We'll never know. But he literally said today that if they don't trade, uh, what's his name uh, in Tennessee? I'm blanking. Simmons. Simmons. If they don't trade for him. Uh, if they do trade for him, then they're back in the game there. So he's basically de- declaring that the Eagles are out of the, out of the game right now with their current setup. Like, are you fucking sane? Are you serious, dude? Like, this dude, listen, this, this is, dude, this is a lot of anger in this podcast tonight. Let me tell you, fuck this guy. you ready for this? You ready for this? It's not anger. It's passion. Go ahead. Celio. Is that how you say that? Celio? Celio? I've never heard him say his name, so I don't know. He was fired in 2012 after he called three black NFL free agents monkeys. The Tampa Bay Times reported that while discussing the possibility of Cortland Finnegan, Vincent Jackson, and Jonathan Vilma joining the Buccaneers, Celio said, if if they get those three monkeys, I'm good. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I want those guys. Those are great players. What a we. Okay, so is that like an out of context situation then? Because you know, no, he said that on the radio. I, I, I know, I understand, but like, like monkeys. Maybe he didn't mean it racially. You still can't say it. You can't say that. It's fucking. It's, <laughs> you know, how do you not mean it racially? I mean, that is blatant. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably was racial. I mean. Another time he got That's in pretty trouble fucking for dumb. tweeting Aaron Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> he referred to her as a bimbo, make me cake, make me a dinner. Wow. I would love Aaron naked or in a porno, not at a sports desk. And then the third one was he got fired in 2013. See? Look, more hot take shit. Like he's just trying to get clicks, man. Yeah. <laughs> He posted a bounty. He said, I'll give a thousand dollars for anyone that hurts Timmy Jernigan. So this dude sucks. Fuck this dude. I'm, I'm actually, and Jacob media looks like it's supposed to be national. And I think he knows that he has us. I think he has us, us Philly fans wrapped. You know what I'm trying to say? So he's going to start his own thing and be like in Philly or whatever. No, I think just, I think he knows that. This fan base is easily triggered on dumb shit. So he's just living rent free, you could say. Ah, rent free. Yeah, niching in us. That's what he's how, fucking doing. How has that slogan or that like that like statement not jumped a shark yet? Like, are we really still saying rent free? You know what? You know the only oh. people I see saying rent free? It's the fucking Cowboys fans, fucking losers, and the fucking Astros fans, fucking losers. Cheating the rent losers. Free thing is funny, especially with like Cheating when losers. Division, when you're a division opponent, there's no rent free. You play it twice a year, every fucking year. There's going to be. Oh yeah, you're thinking about us. Yeah, well, we fucking have to. What the fuck, idiots? Stupid ass. 
rent free. Buckers rent free. God, I wish they would sign Zeke so he could do the fucking spoon thing against the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, that could be this week, right? Could be. I know. So I got, think the Eagles are out. I do too. So do I. We got draft coming up in about um what th- three four weeks. What does that even mean? What do you mean? What does that even mean? The draft is going to be exciting, man. I know. I just, well, it was, all, dude, nothing will ever reciprocate last year. No, they can't top that. I don't even know how I got home. Did I drive? <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had to like stumble. The door I didn't, dr- I didn't drive you. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember like once they traded for AJ Brown, I was just like free liquor. Woo. That was a great fucking day. Honestly, that was a lot of fun. That was a le- that was a legendary draft. It really was. I'm hoping I'm hoping to get fucking back out again this year. Uh, yeah, so I think we're going to be doing something with him with the Fergie boys. Yeah, you, we usually do. I'm going to hang out at P- usually hang out at PJs over in uh in uh Warminster Warm Warminster Willow Grove. It's actually Warsham, isn't it? Willow Grove, whatever. It's you know where it is. Six Eleven. It's right yeah, right off Six Eleven near the Wawa. Well, Joe, PJ sponsor us. Yeah, for your overpriced wings. I'm every time, come. every time you say I'm going to come, I think of that um, that meme with um, with um, what's Trump. her name? No, 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 no. no that, that's a good, that's a good one too. I'm but the op- no, the opposite um, with uh, Harris, Kamala Harris. She's like, oh, do come. not come. Do not come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not come. That, like that's the original goat meme. Yeah, that was that was a bad idea to put that out there. Eagles uh, but, are gonna trade back. Wait, don't don't go to the Eagles yet. Let's let's continue. Oh. Let's continue on the Sixers train, right? So all right. So Tobias Harris is never that dude. Can never be that dude. And he what and be- explain to me what that dude is to you. Um, when you're one of your star players is out, he can't pick up the fucking load and just give you anything more than this fucking measly 10 to 16 points, two boards and an assist. He can't, he needs to take for that kind of money. He needs to take over like maxi. He needs to, and he doesn't, he just fucking, he stinks. He's terrible. I never liked the dude. And I, I told you from the beginning, I'm sure he's a great dude. I'm sure he's a stand up guy. He does a lot in the community, but as far as a basketball player, he is not worth anything. Like um, who thought it was a good idea to give him a max contract? <laughs> well, I don't remember the, I don't remember the exact stipulations of when it happened. Gordy would probably remember this because he always does, but uh, there's gotta be, there had to be some kind of reason why they were, I feel like they may have been stuck in that situation. Stuck these nuts. Uh, so they had to, they had to do a super max. I mean, he's terrible. He's not a super max to me. I, yeah. Hmm. We talked about him, like even just picking up the load to be number three. He can't even do that. Well, now he's getting, he's a little old now too. Uh, he's just, he's gone, right? I don't know. What's his contract? We should probably look I think that up. Is, next year's his final year. So if they can move him, they'll move him probably. Right. Yeah, that's perfect opportunity to to. But move. who the fuck's gonna pick up that contract? He doesn't add value. Well, it's just one year, though. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he adds he adds value. He's a, he's a pretty good defender, honestly. 
And look what that got us with Ben Simmons. Well, I know, but Ben Simmons is is an idiot. Um, so Toby, yeah, Toby is owed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was bad. Oh my god, Toby yeah, that is contract owed. Contract to me reminds me a lot of thirty nine million dollars next year. <laughs> How much? <laughs> thirty nine million. Yeah, come on. Who the next? Fuck what what team is taking that on? And why are we paying it? I don't know. Is that like the third highest average in the league next year? Well, he that's not the average. That's not his AAV. That's his that's like what he gets next year, you know what I mean? Whatever. Is it still the highest, <laughs> third highest, second highest? I'll find out. Dude just pisses me off. Um, well, Steph, Steph's AAV, Steph Curry is 50, just under 54. And he's worth every fucking cent, every last cent of that. 1 million percent. Right. So, you know, um, Toby's deal is in the realm of, uh, Clay Thompson, um, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Um, SGA. Chris Middleton, you know, all those guys are better. Jimmy Butler. (laughs) I know. You you just name all these guys and they're all better than him. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, and this is what I've been talking about with the Sixers. They're exhausting. And now, now I got to look at the fucking billionaire owner who owns the Sixers and the Devils now put a team together to get the fucking commanders. Are you kidding me? That should be no, illegal. He, no, he's not doing that. Yes, he is. No, I thought that Mopalopoulos nope. or whatever is fucking buying it. Nope. He got, he had a $6 billion bid sent today. Yeah. Fakpalopoulos. Huh? Whatever that Greek guy's name is. Halapalopoulos. That's the guy who put in the $6 billion bid. He's part of the ownership group with Magic Johnson. Him, Magic Johnson, and this hippopotamus. <laughs> Let's call him hippopotamus. I like that. Hip, hip, hip hop. Hip, hip hop anonymous. Hip, hip hop anonymous. <laughs> you give him all the easy ones. <laughs> no, he's in the ownership group that put in money. And then there's another dude from Canada. Two people. Or a group and a person. <laughs> what? A, gr- a group and a person. <laughs> yeah, whoever this Can- Canadian fuck is. All right, listen. I, I, I think. I think. Um, How can you take someone that owns three different franchises in three different cities? You can't. Like what? So he's gonna win a. He's gonna win a fucking Super Bowl with the Commanders and win an NBA championship. Like we gotta watch him. Like I don't get it. So like, I think we're spoiled. I think we're spoiled sometimes by yeah. Jeffrey the the hippomonymous dude is the Canadian billionaire that put the money in. Okay, and he is in cahoots with um, um other he's, dude. He's by himself. Okay. Okay, that's what I thought. He's not with them, right? No, he is by himself. There is a group called the Josh Harris Mitchell Rouse group. Okay. 
And Josh Harris, I don't know who Mitchell Rouse is, but it's probably Rouse Racing, I would think. That's some NASCAR fucking deep Southern bullshit. And Magic AIDS Johnson is part of this group. Okay. So those are the two known people that have put bids in for the commanders at $6 billion. So I'm just saying it is bullshit that this guy can own three fucking t- teams. It's why bullshit. do you why do you care? Because he's not a true good person. He's not a true owner. Okay, so this is where I think um this is what's going to start happening now because these things quite are quite frankly, I'm irrationally pissed off about it. I know. And and I get it to a certain degree. The problem is you have guys like think about it. You're going to spend six billion dollars to buy the fucking Redskin, or sorry, the Commanders, right? And you can you can hire people to run that ship and make you billions of dollars and not have to deal with anything else, or you can insert yourself into into football, which you have no idea what you're doing. And try to help make decisions. Why in the fucking world would you go with plan B? Okay. Let me ask you this question. As a billionaire who just wants to make money. Let me ask you this question. How much money is it's too an invest- much fucking money? How much money is too much fucking money? <laughs> bad, that's enough, the bad enough. I got to watch fucking fanatic jerseys on the NHL ice in 2024. What are we doing as a society? They don't even make their own shit. It is outsourced to fucking Japanese kids and fucking Guatemalan prisoners. Okay. So what are we doing? They don't even have like Adidas is a brand. Nike is a brand. Reebok is a brand. Who, what is the patch? Is it going to be a giant fucking F flag for fanatic? It's honestly the most embarrassing Shameful thing the NHL has done in the last decade. Fanatics. Of, of all things, of all things to get hung up on with the fucking NHL, you pick the fact that they signed a deal with fanatics. You know what it is? That's it's the straw that you broke you. Be able, you used to be able to buy a quality jersey for a hundred bucks, and that thing you could you could you could you could save a hundred children out of a burning building. And that Jersey would be fucking perfect. I wash a Jersey one fucking time. Letters of E's, A's, J's, B's, hey, listen, are falling off. Used to be able to buy a dozen eggs for three bucks. Okay. Times it, aren't here anymore, down, bud. Okay. Times are not here now, buddy. The government conspiracy there. They changed the chicken. They went into the, point. they went into the national, the federal uh, egg reserve and bought, brought out some eggs and we're like, all right, let's they fix changed this. the diet and the chickens weren't doing it right. I don't fucking know. All right. So, wow. All right. Choo choo motherfucker. <laughs> um, I honestly, I feel, like you're, I honestly enough. I feel like you're not mad. Enough. You know why? I was just going to tell you why I don't give a flying rats fucking dick ass. Who owns any team? I don't give what a if, fuck. What if I don't the care. Sixers need a new building and the Devils need a new building? No, 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 no. Well, first of all, first of all, when you buy what a new if building, want to move the Sixers to Chinatown. Fuck it. Who cares? Go ahead. Can you quiet <laughs> down, please? You are very loud. <laughs> you don't even have a kid yet. 
I know. Like, listen, who cares? Who cares? If they buy it, if they need a new building, they're just going to fucking make a new building. And oh. then, the, and then what, you know, what pays for it? The fucking people that go watch the games. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who owns these, te- who owns these teams. Now they are not Jerry Jones. They are not involved as much. They're just not. They are, they are cocky assholes who have billions of dollars and don't care about anything other than billions of dollars. Look at the dude who owns the Mets. What does that guy care about? You think he cares about baseball? You think he cares about he clearly does because he's spending money to put a championship team. That no, keeps getting hurt. he doesn't care about baseball. Kenny, he cares about making fucking money. He wants to sell four and a half million fucking tickets this year. That's what he wants to do. He doesn't care about anything else. This is not about like team pride. It's not about the city. It's not about the fans. It's not about that. It's about making fucking money. Why the did the dudes, sell? The dudes who do it, the dudes who do it right, make you think they care. And that's why we are fucking spoiled because Jeffrey Lurie and John Middleton. Well, John Middleton a little more recently. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, re, I mean, he just recently kind of, he just there recently came point out where of, he was just like, I am not going to not doing that. Right. But he just recently came out of the shadows as the only owner. Right. So like for years, he was part of that conglomerate of 10 or 12 people that owned the Phillies. And then he bought them all out and he was like, fuck this. Let's do this. I so think he, he got tired. I think he got tired of everyone being like John Middleton's fault. He's like, all right, you're fine. Watch it. Watch, <laughs> yeah. Watch, well, I think, I think you're right. So that's you fuckers dragging me. So that proves to me that, you know, he, he cares about something. Maybe it's just because he was getting dragged. I don't know. But Jeffrey Lurie and John Middleton like come across that way, whereas some other owners just don't, and they never will. And I think that the new breed of owner, the new breed of owner is that way. Think about it. Elon Musk is going to own a fucking team. Well, you he think he gives a fuck about sport ball? He'll probably call it sport ball. He'll probably literally do that on purpose. The owners don't care, Kenny. <sighs> and you want an owner that cares, and you're not going to get it. Well, with who? The Flyers. You ain't getting an owner that cares about the Flyers. Oh, you want to talk about that? You're uh, just Flyers. We are lucky that we have Jeffrey Lurie. I remember for years, Jeffrey Lurie got dragged. For years. I probably dragged him. Because like one of the things that you look to... You 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 want to blame somebody, right? So you just like blame everybody, right? I don't know. And then at the same time, when they pick a guy, you're like, why is the owner involved in the football decisions? This is fucking ridiculous. He can't be involved in the football decisions. He doesn't know anything about football. But then at the same time, we're like, well, why don't you care? <laughs> what the fuck? You can't have it both ways. Oh, you can. That's called the American choice. Oh, my God. I just, I just feel like there's a major disconnect, but how do you Ex- police that? You're going to sell the team. Explain. Wait, so does, does uh, Dan Snyder make any money? Like he makes all the money, right? You, well, yeah, he makes money. So if he sells it for 6 billion, he gets all that money. Yeah. He owns a team. <laughs> so imagine being a giant piece of shit. Just a giant, huge piece of shit. 
you run a franchise into the ground for 25 years. You sexually assault cheerleaders. You make people uncomfortable. You're a piece of shit. And then they're like, you have to sell. And he's like, no, I'm not going to sell. I'm going to drag the NFL down. And then someone showed up in a tuxedo with a pistol and said, dare you. <laughs> and then now he gets to sell it for $6 billion. Can they do that uh, on Venmo? Can that just be a Venmo charge? Probably be like a fucking Bitcoin. Could you imagine if it was just like a Venmo charge and it says $6 billion? Dude, make sure you put friends and family, okay? <laughs> don't don't hit me with the charge. No, I I, I, just, I I just don't think I don't think I think that the uh the modern owner is is what you don't want. And I that's what I think. I think that's the way it's moving. I think that's why you see a corporation like Comcast owning a team. How ridiculous is that? They don't they they are not going to have they don't give a fuck about like the day to day, they care. All they care about is, is that shit? Is that, is that bottom line black or red? Yeah, if but, it's red, I will get it the fuck out of here. That's all I care about. Yeah. But wouldn't you be more interested in why it's black? I mean, red, like, wouldn't that be a reason to try to understand what the hell is going on? If it's well, red for too me, long, Mr. they're Comcast. going to sell it. Excuse me, Mr. Comcast. The reason that we are red is because you don't give a shit. Yeah, Dude, this is the Mr. first Trump? year I haven't bought one thing Flyers. I haven't gone to a game. Yeah, I didn't go. Did I go to opening? No, I haven't gone to a game. I haven't bought a hat. I haven't bought a shoe. I haven't bought a sock. I haven't bought a flask. I didn't get a new stadium cup this year. Not enough. enough there's not enough of us doing that is the problem. Are you sure? I mean, this shit's empty. Is it bad again? It's pretty bad. I mean, listen, they the season tickets holders, they already got their money. So it's like you Yeah, you're screwed there. I got you there. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So like even if the seats are empty, yeah, it sends a message, quote unquote, on TV. But like, you know. I, I don't know. That's a really tough it's a really tough situation because the takes the like the fans really don't hold any power. Like really. We have we have no no nothing. Well, I guess if you buy like memorabilia, right, at the stadium. So like, don't you don't go and you don't buy stuff like. Yeah, but is it enough to really move the needle? Right, like probably I, not. I don't think that there's enough people that will that will be that hardcore. My Comcast bill goes up every ten minutes. I can't <laughs> imagine that. What if they ran a promotion like Flyers make the playoffs? You get twenty dollars off your Comcast bill. I bet you. Bet you people be a little more hype. We'd, we'd be fucking painting the town orange, wouldn't we? <laughs> I'll do anything <laughs> to save twenty bucks. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get HBO Max for free for a month. What? That's actually that's another good idea. See, yeah, uh, you know, like think outside the box. You guys, if you guys need some ideas, you know where we're at. I just, I think what, so this is, this is a very doom and gloom podcast, but I just feel like we are very dark and cloudy today. I just feel like it's just it, the Sixers are so exhausting. The Flyers are so exhausting. Like they just, both of those franchises. And it's funny because they're polar fucking opposites. But to me, it's the same fucking deal. It's exhausting. And it sucks because the Sixers just put together a great March. You know what I mean? For the most part, they're sliding here now, but 
it's just it's the same thing like this if this doesn't feel like a second round exit on a fucking triple bounce off of Kawhi Leonard I don't know what does all right hold on before so like what feels the same to you what just about everything what about man. the Sixers is it just I think it's literally a mental block I think it's I think that's what it is I mean, am I, I not over the Ben Simmons? I think it's, I think it's that. I think it's that you don't like Doc. You don't like the Glenn Rivers. You yeah. don't. You are not happy about the Ben Simmons situation, and the round two exits are way too many. And I think that's it. I think that's literally it. And the and the fact that this team is what they are doesn't matter to anyone, most people, because of those things that we just listed. Well, and like they do boneheaded decisions, like like getting rid of Isaiah Joe, boneheaded. It's just dumb yeah. shit they do, and like that. I saw uh, what's his name Springer. I saw him playing defense. Like, dude, that dude looks pretty good. Why can't we get this guy some time? Well, he might be good in spurts. You know what I mean? That's fine. Give him two, three, four, five minutes. No one's yeah, saying they- run him out there for twenty five minutes, but like. How about you manage your bench a little bit? See what you got going into the playoffs. Are they going to give Deadman 10 minutes and Paul Reed seven? Feels that way. I hope not. And Deadman shouldn't even be on a roster. <laughs> they need to sign Harden. It's very, very clear. Um, and I think that the only way that he stays most like this is my guess is if they make it out of the second round, Glenn stays, Harden stays. That's what I think. Because if they make it out of the second round, if they make a push in the Eastern Conference Finals, they're gonna they're gonna bring Glenn back. They're gonna give him another shot, and they're gonna and I think they need to they need to sign Harden. I mean, how many more seasons of Doc am I going to get? I think this is the last one unless they get to the ECF. Where do they get swept in the ECF? Yeah, I mean, that's not great. They also have Maxi coming up. They're going to be having to sign him to a max deal. They'll probably let him walk. Imbeciles. Yeah, they can't. They I can't know. let him I, walk. That's my whole point. Like <coughs> he's not, I don't think he's a max deal guy, but you know. I mean, how many years of dreadful backup centers do I have to watch? I don't know. It's hard. like Robin was I, the only decent piece. I don't know, but how but can you can't spend fifteen million on a backup center? You know what I mean? Like you're never like your backup center's never gonna be that good. Like ever. I mean, they can't even they can't even sniff points. They can't even sniff fucking points. I know, it's bad. I I know. But and I think Paul Reed's more of a power forward than a center to me. Yeah, he is. He's small. That's what I'm saying. Like for, for a, a center. He's small for a yeah, center. He's not a true center. Right. So putting him there and you know, you basically run like small ball. Which is fine, but it, you have to actually execute, and and you know that's when that's when like all right is Doc is his shit stale? I don't know, I don't fucking know. Feels but I, 
I know, but I do know that when Harden and and B come off that court, it's like, oh shit. Yeah, like what are they what are they gonna do in the playoffs? They're gonna like bully them to play like fucking, you know, forty. They're gonna need to play (laughs) forty. At least there's no back to backs. All right, listen. The, this the is Sixers, my point. They're 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 just. This is what we're dealing with. The Sixers had a great march. They they dropped three in a row. Um, I think it's the first time all year that they've lost three in a row. So let's just be fucking calm, okay? I'm sorry. They lost three in a row in the very beginning of the season. Um, you really so, think they get out of the second round? I'd, if. Embiid is not injured, and if Harden is not injured, yes. Interesting. Like if it's if the if the shit that's going on right now is literally just actually just soreness, not like some other issues. Like yeah, maintenance. I, I do. I think that they. I think that they have it. They have enough to get to the to the Eastern Conference Finals. I do think so. To play who? Boston or Milwaukee? Right. I think or they might Boston. have to play both. I think that if they lock it in where they are now, I think that the way that the things would go is that they would play the Bucks in the second round, and then they'd have to play the Celtics most likely in the conference finals. And 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 to beat and beating the Celtics, it comes down to, you know, execution, and then, you know, how many three pointers do they make? Because they're gonna fucking throw fifty of them up there. You know, watching fucking Al Horford. Al Horford goes six for eight from three. They signed him to a lot of money and that didn't pan. Why didn't that work? Explain to me that. I think it was the wrong mix. But. So, yeah, I think the, I think that the Sixers are fine as long as those injuries aren't real. And that's it. Did you see? Um, did you see that the, uh, I'm going to circle it back to your boy, Cilio. How about that tweet that, how about that tweet that he put out where he said, um, the Eagles have a two year window. What does that even mean? Because when this, when the Jalen hurts contract kicks in to the cap, they will quote, when that contract kicks in, you'll never see a super bowl again. Where does Ever. this fat pig get off? <laughs> Seriously. I'd like to know. Never again. Never. You will never see the Super Bowl again once once the contract kicks in. Well, okay. I guess anybody could just go out and say that. That's like, that's a total Skip Bayless situation right there. You know, like Can we could, I could say tonight that, you know, the, uh, the Eagles are going to go 14 and three. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just like, it's so baseless. It's so stupid. I mean, they're already preparing for the contract. I mean, I don't know why that isn't very clear. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I, I just think that like what he's saying, I think it, he's just being really aggressive about it is that, you know, what we've been saying, well, everybody knows when you pay a quarterback like that, you need to be successful in the draft. It was the golden goose. I don't, I don't see any reason why we at this, at this point where we are today, 
I don't see any reason why we can't trust them in the draft. I, I don't. I don't see any reason why we can't. Do you? No. I wish they would just draft a punter. But seriously, there's no like. No, I, I, I mean, the last bad thing I think of is the Jalen Rager, and it's only bad because Justin Jefferson went after him, like immediately after him. Yeah. If Justin I, Jefferson, went, I think even if he even if he went like ten picks after him, it would still be bad. I don't. I disagree. It happens all the mm. time. It happens all the time. But when you have it right on the board, and the option is what the options were. And it was wide receiver, wide receiver. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? It's just too much lines up. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not saying that he's perfect. I'm not saying that his drafts are perfect. I'm not saying that every pick that he makes is perfect. What I'm saying is, at this point, we have pretty much seen that he fucking knows how to do a draft. Like, they, they're hitting, especially recently, right? Like, especially on the line. My God, their, their, their line picks have been great. Unbelievable. Just got to hope Jordan Davis takes the step. He's got to take the step this year. He has to. I agree. Uh, even though it's only his second year, I mean, you get three, in my opinion. I'd like to see three. Yeah, that's fine. But a step, a step, 100% needs to be a big step. I was not a fan of that pick. You know that. I know. I'd love the trade. I don't uh, remember who you wanted instead. I don't think you cared. I think you just didn't want him. I didn't want him. I got a problem with like, I just feel like a lot of these defensive tackles lately are lazy. Why do you think that? Cause you just say it a lot. I just, I just like Timmy Jaron again, another one tasted success, got a little money out of the league. Like I, I, I constantly think about these and it's always a defensive tackle. It always All right, listen. All right, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to try. I'm trying to not make a joke of this but it's going to be a joke. Probably think about this from a logical perspective. What type of person is most likely to fall off once you hit success and get paid a lot of money? Yeah. The fat guy, I get it. Fat guys. Yeah. No, I mean, you're not wrong, but like the Hargrave thing was very weird to me. I think people are putting too much stock into Hargrave I just feel that way. I felt like every game, like, I don't know where he got 11 sacks at because I felt like every game he just, it really wasn't flashing for me. Like I didn't, I wasn't like, whoa, like every game Reddick played, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like I just felt like Hargrave was there and he was benefited from the edge and good linebacker play and great secondary play. And all that time led to all those sacks. I think that's all that was. I think if you put anyone in with the same exact uh, defensive experience. So like, that's why Jordan Davis didn't really work it. But if you put someone with that many years of NFL experience, I bet you they would have had a good fucking year. And I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but like, did you ever watch him play run defense? It's non-existent. He's not <laughs> there. Yeah, no, you're right. So, and again, like 11 sacks is impressive and he deserves to be paid. Like I, I get it. I know what the market is. I have eyes. I'm not stupid, but I just thought that a lot of times I never felt that he was an impactful player that took the game over. Like, you know, every other every week there was someone on that line that I was like, holy shit. Like even Cox had a couple of games where you're like, whoa, whoa, that's a big fucking run stop. I never said yeah. that once. No, you're you're it's fair. 
And the Pittsburgh thing is just so weird to me. Like, how were you really good in Pittsburgh? And then they were like, nah, you're no good. And then you had to sign in Philly on a prove it deal, right? And then right. we re-signed them. I've been a hater of that position forever. It's a tough, it's, it is tough because, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not saying that all fat dudes are lazy, but I'm just saying that there's more tendency there than, you know, a dude who's like, it's a fair fair point, you know? So, but at the same time, you know, you're a professional (laughs) and like, you're literally, your job is to not get fat and to make millions of dollars playing a game. So at the end of the day, you know, that's not an excuse. It's not an acceptable excuse, especially if that's actually what happens. But um, I don't know. I, I think that they might, I think that they're going to take a defensive tackle again. Yeah. I mean, okay. I wouldn't be mad about it. There's not, there's not much I would be mad about if they took, I, I don't really want the running back out of Texas. Dijon. All right. So let's talk about Bijan real quick. I don't even know how or where we are in this podcast, but um here we go. So tell me why. Just, I mean, you know where I stand with running backs. They don't fucking matter. It's the okay. one position in the league. You can just toss away. Unless they're actually good. Who? Okay. Derek Henry McCaffrey. Okay. Like these guys are, these guys separate you. But so, okay. So look at Tennessee's offense. It's, is a run dominant offense. They have a terrible quarterback. They're never going to do anything because they rely on the run too much. Christian McCaffrey literally got traded. Yeah. Not I'm just, that you don't trade generational talent. Unless well, they're, they're a, unhappy. They right? fucked up you down get there. that a lot, but I don't think he was unhappy. No, those th- that that team was a nightmare. I'm just saying, I think the running back is okay, fine, fine, fine. You get five running backs. After that, it doesn't fucking matter. I understand what you're saying. I do. So do you but, think that do you think that Dijon is a top five running back? Is what you're telling me. Like if he were to come into the league, you think he's a top five running back? I think that I think that he can be a top five running back in the league next year. And how long how many years do you get out of a top five running back? Whatever his rookie contract is. Why do you care? How many years though? Even if you extend them. Five. Okay. You're getting an impact player, impactful player for five years when you could potentially get an impactful lineman, an impactful defensive lineman, an impactful, you know, even linebackers like a shelby position, but you get my point. Impactful corner, a quarterback. I mean, you could get a 12 year quarterback. But taking right, but a we're running gonna, back, we're not going to take a quarterback. No, I know. I'm I'm using it as a as as a sliding scale, pretty much. Not the, well. How not long? How long? Lead. How long are you going to get an impactful defensive tackle? <sighs> Cox is. How long has he been on the team? Seven, eight. He's like literally the only one. Okay, but guess who got him? I'm just saying, like these uh, guys course, all they all bounce because positions that obviously mean more and and less. I'm just saying. A, like today, like Nick Sirianni is like, I love Trey Sermon. <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> and if you love him so much, why didn't you play him more? That's what I would like to ask. Like, like well, because Miles about, Sanders is better than, yeah. I mean, I would hope, <laughs> I, 
I don't know, man. I just I the I just think it's a wasted pick. I, I don't I don't see it so as if a he waste. falls if he falls all the way to thirty, yeah. I'm like now I'm a little more interested, like super interested. You can get more meaningful positions in a top ten. It's just like my argument, my classic argument with blue cheese and ranch. Look at it this way. Hold on a second. Hold on. You, <laughs> you, you have the opportunity. You would be drafting thirtieth in this in this draft. I know. I said that. Okay. So, with having an extra pick at number ten, why not do something different with that pick? It's a free pick that it's you wouldn't have had. A free pick because that pick could impact your team for the next amount of years. It's a massive pick. Yeah, but if the guy, if the t- why, this is why I got pissed off about the Saints game. If the top defensive tackle is gone and if the top cornerback is gone and the top wide receiver is gone and the top fucking safety is gone, why would you not take the top running back? Because the second best defensive tackle or whoever you're talking about, why maybe, whatever, maybe probably better. Maybe, or maybe he robbed a convenience store when he was fucking 19 in, in white bread, Michigan, you know, like you don't know, you don't know. I'm just joking. I mean, like you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't agree to disagree. 100%. You completely devalue the running backs so badly that I, I listen, I don't, I don't want them to pick them at 10 to be clear. I want them to trade back a little and pick them. That's what I want. Okay, fine. How about that? Are you like, that's what I want. I didn't even, I don't even know if I said that out loud. <laughs> I, I want them to trade out a 10 and I want them to be at like 18 and get him. <laughs> Why is that so egregious? I really don't understand. I you, just feel like there are so many running. You backs. lost a 1200 yard rusher. They'll survive. Okay. Dave, Kenny Gainwell ran for like two hundred yard games in a in the playoffs. Twelve hundred yards. Okay, but like the line is so good that you could easily replace that. There is so much easily value. replace that. There is so much value in a second round running back. It's disgusting. And all you I guys know. there's value everywhere all for you in running guys backs. want to come on the waffle of life because you want a running back at fucking ten is insane to me. I like, don't want him at ten, to be clear. I'm gonna lay in bed tonight and I'm gonna think to myself, like, how stupid. Everyone is from Philadelphia <laughs> that want the running back at 10. You fucking stupid morons. Okay. 18, 18, 18 is a stretch. <sighs> it's getting close, it's getting close to being more comfortable, but the value in the running back is deep. They just a seventh round running back just won the fucking Super Bowl, And that motherfucker runs hard. I mean, that dude hits. I mean, yeah. he's a linebacker playing yeah. offense. That guy's fun. At a Rutgers, nonetheless. So I just think there's so much value. There's so many people that play that position that are good. Even, I think, a top 20... You're going to get mad at me. You're going to get so mad at me. I think that a top 25... No, I can't say it. I, think, <laughs> I don't know if I believe it now that I'm saying it out loud. What is it? 
is a top 25 wide receiver better than a top five running back. And obviously I don't think that's true, but maybe a top 10 wide receiver is better than a top five running back. 25 was egregious. That's a big, big, <laughs> big, that's like Robert Woods territory. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, it probably I mean, look, look how, look how dynamic the Eagles are with, what you could argue is a top 10, you know, two top 10 wide receivers. Yeah, but that's because they have two top 10. Think about what you're saying. You're comparing one running back. That's really good to two great wide receivers. Like that doesn't compare. You're, you're trying to compare apples to fucking rocks. No, I'm saying that I'm trying to say that the top two, the top 10 wide receivers, I would take over a top five running back. So I would take, 10 and seven over a number two running back in the league. Well, yeah, of course you would because you have two in the top 10. That's that, a bad argument. Yeah. That's my whole thing. I'm saying is that, like, is there someone that would argue that? I don't know. No way. Like, would you take, okay. 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 Here we go. Give me your, give me the 10th best wide receiver in the league. Like not on the Eagles though. Cause it feels biased, right? You want me to look it up? No, I just, I, yeah, if you want, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh the tenth the tenth wide receiver in the league last year was Michael Pittman. Oh, well that does not help my fucking case, huh? <laughs> Cause like, well, hold, are on, you taking... hold on, hold on. That was based on catches. We can't do that. Oh Let's, yeah. what do you want to base it on? Yards? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh top the tenth wide receiver was uh scary Terry. Okay. Terry McLaurin. That's, that's actually fucking great. That's great. Would you take so you're you're you you have a you have a you have a good quarterback. We'll see you have Kirk Cousins. See every see every scenario that you that you yeah, throw out there, like you have all these elite players. Of course you don't need a running back. Okay. If you don't I'm have saying, a, would you take <laughs> Terry McLaurin over Christian McCaffrey? No. Think about Christian McCaffrey had like 800 yards receiving himself. I know, and of course, okay, fuck it. It's and Bijan and Bijan is that guy. Bijan is a two way guy. All right. I just disagree with you. You just like walked yourself into agreeing with me almost though. Yeah, I know because you know what? I thought about fucking <laughs> uh, as soon as I said Christian McCaffrey, I was like, fuck, he caught a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is like Derek you know, Henry would be the proper example here. Like yeah, because take. Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey is like probably like one of the best ever. Would you I, other he, than like Dickerson at like two way? You know? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And you're probably taking CMC because you get so much value out of the pass catching. But he gets hurt a lot. Eh. Yeah, it's true. Well, not a lot. He's just yeah, yeah you know, he's a running back. By the way, uh, the Eagles had number four and number nine. Yeah, so I was right. In receiving yards, mm-hmm. with a with a quarterback that uh, you know has things to prove, stuff like that. Um, do you think if he never got hurt, the Eagles win the Super Bowl? I don't think it would have changed anything. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, I think that that I think I don't think that that Super Bowl was because his shoulder hurt. No, he I played. Mean, I, I he I played agree. an amazing game. He couldn't have done more. I don't think. Yeah. Which is insane, you know. We would have never thought that. 
Well, but, you know, it just the only real, and and this is what's. I mean, it's kind of funny how we're we're leading our way here, which is why I wanted to talk about is like the Lamar Jackson situation, right? So, like, why can't that guy sniff a team? Well, what do you mean? Well, so like, if you said, why doesn't why isn't Colin Kaepernick in the league? Well, it has nothing to do with his abilities, although they are bad. But he, you know, yeah, he, did, he had been benched before <laughs> before yeah, that. Done, you know, his political shit is not what aligns with the NFL. So that's okay. why he's not in the NFL. Lamar Jackson's not like that. What is the concern with Lamar Jackson? Injury? It maybe, but he he's only got had one major injury. So you talk about injury, and, and like, he's an MVP. Why is Ron Rivera coming out and saying, we think Sam Howe could be as good as Brock Purdy when you have a 27 year old reigning MVP who is really fucking good. And you're just like, nah, (laughs) we're going to, we're going to trust Sam (laughs) Howe to get us into the playoff. I think, I think part of it, I think part of it might be because of the shelf life. Of, of that style quarterback. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I was going to try to circle back to like Jalen hurts. Like, is that the, that's the thing that scares me about the long-term contract. It's just, you know, think about it. Hit, uh, and we've, we've done this a little bit and I actually should do a little bit more research on this, but it seems that the second or third year of the, of the mobile quarterback arc is the best one. And there's been numerous guys like even, even if you count Carson Wentz as a, as a, like a, cause in the big, he kind of could run like, and yeah. his, one of his greatest seasons was like his what third one. And you know, Lamar Jackson, he won MVP his second year. Um, Russell Wilson, he's the same deal. Like these guys peak early and then think about it when you're what, like, when you're in the league and you're, you're rushing for, you know, a thousand yards obviously that's not sustainable. So what has to happen is you need to transition over to a passer and it's not fucking just easy to do that. All their, all these guys lives, they've been making, they've been able to make plays with their legs. And then when that, when that goes, when that goes away, they are mediocre at best. And I'm going to give your boy a little credit, which boy McNabb. He's the only one I can think of. And even, even Vic towards the end there, he he dialed it back a good amount. I mean, he still was lethal as shit though. But Vic Mc, McNabb's your like proton, like your perfect example of doing just that. Mobile, mobile, mobile. Ugh. Now he's a passer. A bit yeah. into the ground a lot, but <laughs> a lot of worm a lot of worm balls. I don't know. You know what I'm saying, though? I think that a lot of it has to do with that. And I think that Lamar Jackson is, yes, is he good? Yeah. But is he going to be good for the next five years? Well, you're no. talking, you're also talking. I, I'm, I, I'm willing to say no. You're also talking guaranteed money, which changes a lot of fucking views and shit. I just don't see it. I don't mm-hmm. see Lamar Jackson being as good as he is now five years from now. I just don't see that. I don't even know if I see that with Hertz, you know, because of the same exact reason, you know, at least, at least like you're getting him on the deal, like in the beginning of that arc, right? Not after it, like Lamar's already put five fucking years out there. 
He's already won an MVP. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's still strange because there's like a ton of dumb franchises. Well, the commanders are just. I feel like they're tanking. No, I'm saying there's like a, there's a ton of dumb franchises that take that risk. Oh, so you're saying why not this one? Yeah. I think it's I think it might be because like the only the only reason why you would do this right now is if you're close, right? Like 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 if you have other pieces but your quarterback is like a struggle. Colts. That's it. The Colts or the Niners. No, the Niners got 18 quarterbacks. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they that they're better than Lamar Jackson. No, I know, I know, I know. Um, well, they think so because everyone wants a Brock Purdy. Um, okay, well, we'll see. Jim Mercy came out and said today that he doesn't believe in guaranteed contracts, so he, he's not going to go after Lamar. What were you going to say about the um, Colts? I think you're going to talk about the Colts. Yeah, that's Jim Irsay. He he's the owner. He said that he doesn't believe in guaranteed. Oh, contract. but that's why you think. Okay, so that's why you think Lamar's not going to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see him going there. I don't know where he fits in the NFL right now. Back in Baltimore, and some of this has to do similar to the mentality of CJGJ, grossly mm. mismanaging the market. Injury didn't help. Well, and listen, there's the guaranteed money thing is the real big holdup here. If you can sign someone for whatever long with a max contract and all that shit, it uh, you know you're you you lose money, right? But like, if he doesn't perform after X amount of time, you're like, all right, well, fuck it, we'll cut him. Dead cap space, move on. <laughs> right, but you know. The fact that the fact that he's trying to ask and put his foot down and ask for a guaranteed contract, I kind of like it. Because yeah, but also, do you think he's saying that because he knows he's been injured a little bit? Oh uh, yeah, and he knows he knows exactly what we just said. You know, like it, mobile quarterbacks g- in general don't last long. They don't. Carson Wentz, he's dead. Literally, you're right. You know, um, Russ Wilson, right? Is he, I don't know. I, don't I, don't know. I think he's going to bounce back this year, though. I really do. To me, he's always been he's always been a pretty good like passer. You know, like I feel like he can throw. Um, and he actually reminds me of McNabb, kind of. Yeah, that's a fair. That's fair. Um, you know, I. Who knows, dude? I don't know. All I know is. You know, to say that to say that you know the Eagles will not sniff another Super Bowl um, because of the Hurts contract alone is really just a stupid statement, and especially if if Hurts shows continues to show that he's basically you know like the top in the top three in the league as a quarterback. I mean, come on, dude! Like you can't ask for more than that. No, I mean, what more do you want? Yeah, everybody wants, you know, owners that care. Uh, <laughs> have you have you ever seen a, a, a Siberian Husky pom- Pomeranian mix? Uh, no. You can get one in Westchester. <laughs> I 
The photos are legendary. You got you got to tweet that. That, um, that thing it looks like the Grinch. It does kind of look like the Grinch, or it looks like one of the Who's with that like snappy like nose and uh, lip situation. Enough, <laughs> enough of those Who's inviting me down there. <laughs> I'm not short notice. <laughs> Max. <laughs> Hand me my hat. <laughs> hate, hate, hate. Double hate. <laughs> Lose. Die. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes of that movie is in the beginning when he's in the, the mail room and he's like, Jerry duty, Jerry duty. Hate. <laughs> um, all right. Listen, we need to end this thing because it's starting to go. It's, we're crashing like a train in Ohio. But what would I want to by the way, did an- another fucking train fucking ended up like in the river or something? No, no. It was a barge. A barge. Dude, there was... I a mean, barge crashed into a fucking bridge in, in the Ohio River today. You know, there was I'll a chemical you spill in Bucks County or something that went into the Delaware River. Is that what... <laughs> I saw a tweet today that had me tears. <laughs> it's like, oh, the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia water is clean now? We still got to make Bucks County pay for what they did to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like all of a sudden, like there was all this panic and everybody was like buying all the wa- bottled water off the shelves and shit. And then they just put out something like today and it's like, yo, just kidding. The water's good. Drink the water. Still got to make Bucks County pay for what they did. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I have me going. All right, let's be done. All right. Um, same bat time, same bat channel next week, even though I'm on spring break. Maybe I should not do it. You should not do it. But you know what? We have we have important things coming up. What yeah. is that? Kenny, you say? Baseball starts you know, on Thursday, <laughs> bitch. You said, so Chrissy's like, we got to go do something. She's like, we got to get new phones on Thursday or something like that. I feel like I got something on Thursday, but like, I don't know what it is. And like, if I don't put it in the calendar, you know what I mean? Normally it's sports related. And I was like, Oh shit. Yep. Can't. I was like, the Phillies are fucking on. And she's like, That's when right. does that matter? And I said, it matters now. It matters fucking now. We've arrived. We are here. We are here, baby. Mm. Opening day, opening day on Thursday. It's in Texas. So it doesn't have the, they, you know, they could go one and five out the gate. That's no. that good who they're playing though. The Rangers have a fucking staff, man. Yeah, I mean they got to come out of the gate against Degrom. It's not great, and they fucking. Yeah, I think the I think the second guy is like Avaldi or whatever. Yeah, that fucking guy won't disappear, huh? I know. <laughs> um, um, and then they hey. gotta go to the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not an easy start. No. <laughs> um, but at least you know, at least they're catching. Well, I guess they're gonna catch what three, four. No, they'll catch four, five, one against the Yankees. And then what do we have? What do you mean? We're we're at our game. We we're have, gonna uh, get Falter. No, no, we looked. We're gonna get uh, Nola. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If God forbid, maybe I think if yeah. everything goes to plan. So yeah, baseball is back Thursday, uh, four thirty or four o'clock or something like that. I think. Yeah, four, I think. Yep, and it's going to be Nola versus DeGrom. And the pitch clock will be in full effect. Can't wait. 
Do you see that guy got thro- struck out today or walked or something because the infield fielder was on the grass? Yeah. So the pitcher threw the ball. It, the count was Oh two threw a strike, struck the dude out. And, um, the, the umpire called, he put his hands in the air and said, Nope, no pitch, no pitch. It's a ball. Uh, because the, I think it was the shortstop or somebody put his heel on the grass. And then the, the pitch violation today was that the, the pitcher didn't make enough eye contact with the batter to let him know that he was ready to pit <laughs> enough eye contact. <laughs> That's not gray at it's all. Gonna, it's completely it, black and white. It's going to cost someone a playoff spot. I'm telling you. And people are going to lose their shit. It's so stupid. Uh, it but really is. What? Like That game will be over at 630. <laughs> all you need to do. All they need. Like they can fix it. They can fix it. I I think that the clock is a good idea in general. Because it just makes the game move. You know what I mean? Um but the but the eight seconds for the batter and you know the pitcher can be you know taking taking a piss behind the behind the mound and it doesn't matter the batter's got to be ready and looking at him. Well, I, the eye contact thing was against the pitcher, right? <clears throat> I don't even know what that what that I don't know what that situation was. I've never seen that called before. The pitcher the or the the batter was still looking down like swiping dirt or swinging the bat low, and. They called it on Nestor Cortez and they, but was much, it, was it before the eight seconds or after? Yeah, it was pretty much like a, they called a fast pitch because, because Cortez never made eye, the, the batter never made eye contact with Cortez to suggest that he's ready. I guess I, I don't know. I can't wait until Max Scherzer gets called for one of those because he plays fucking mind games with people in the, in the box because you only get one timeout. You only get one step out. You can only step out of the box one time in yeah, the bat. Batter, right? That's so ridiculous. Come on, they man. They might start just stepping out so that, you know what I mean? Every batter. That'd be great. It's insane. Anyway, uh, baseball starts Thursday. Can't wait. Go Phils. And maybe we'll come back to a couple couple dubs. Maybe we'll see some Castellanos fireworks, hopefully. Maybe, hopefully. Do-do. Gonna need it. All right. Thanks guys. Love y'all. Another week down. I think what what episode is this, Kenny? Uh 450, it feels like. No, it's not that many. We've been going pretty pretty good though. This is episode 74. Ooh. 74. Pretty, pretty crazy. All right. Good night. Let's go. Right. Goodbye. It's not me, it's you. You're the one dragging now. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.